Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be breaking down the late games in the Sunday night and Monday night games for week eight in the NFL. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's polish off week eight with the late games and the Sunday night games as well. So let's start it off with the New England Patriots. I tell you what, guys, uh, there's in all honesty, if it, they've been playing close games all year long and the trend seems to be continuing here, they go to Los Angeles, take on the Chargers and win this one. 27 to 24. Uh, Matt Jones uh, continued to man the fort. Uh, he's he's like Belichick's uh, Tom Brady 2.0 here. 35 pass attempts, 18 completions, uh, 30 um, 35 pass attempts. Yeah, and 18 completions, 216 yards. Ran it four times for 10 yards, only sacked once. So, game managing and doing that well. So, uh, definitely can't complain about that. So, um, that's for sure. Uh, so, he, you know, he, he stays safe. You know, he doesn't take too many chances there. Um, and that's what you want from a young quarterback. You want to keep him in a zone there, in a comfort zone. So, in terms of the run game, Damian Harris continues to be a solid um, RB2 in terms of fantasy. Um, 23 rushes, 80 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, Brand, Brandon Bolden surprisingly didn't have any catches in this game, but did rush it four times for, for 26 yards. And then Ramondra Stevenson, eight rushes for him. 25 yards and one catch for five yards on two targets. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, the run game, solid. You know it's going to run through Harris, so that goes without saying, guys. So, um, that's what it is in that regard. Um, in terms of the pass game, um, Nelson Aguilar <clears throat> led the way with three catches, 60 yards, and that was on six targets. Kendrick Bourne, I believe I mentioned him last week. For him, he had um, four catches, 38 yards, and he was targeted seven times. So you definitely take that, that's for sure. In terms of Jacoby Jake, Jacoby Myers, uh, four catches, 37 yards for him. He was targeted nine times, so, you know, him and Jones not on the same page in this one. In terms of Hunter Henry, kind of breaks his streak there as far as the uh, passing touchdowns. Um, one catch for him, 33 yards, targeted three times. And then John New Smith, two catches, 13 yards. So, so Patriots doing what they got to do to survive, so... You'll definitely take that, that's for sure. 
Excuse me. Uh, and then for the Chargers, who are just coming off the bye, by the way, um, for them, Justin Herbert. This is funny because he had 35 pass attempts as well, and he had uh, 18 completions. But uh, he was able to amass 223 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. So, uh, so you know, kind of a different situation than Mac Jones is in, you know. Uh, but uh, he did what he needed to do there. So, in terms of running it, he had two rushes for nine yards and was sacked three times. So, uh Definitely a lot of hurry, uh, hurriness in his uh, performance there. So, what can you do, folks? Anyhow, um, in terms of the run game, interesting. Justin Jackson, three rushes for 79 yards. He got the bulk of them on one 75-yard run for him. Austin Eckler. Uh, 11 rushes for him, 69 yards and a touchdown, and then six catches for 60 yards on 10 targets. So you definitely take that, that's for sure. Um, definitely take that. But uh, in terms of the pass game, Keenan Allen. There's a Keenan Allen sighting. Uh, six catches for him, 77 yards and one touchdown. And he was targeted 11 times. Jarrett Cook. Two catches for him. 25 yards on five targets. Joshua Palmer. The backup tight end. One catch for 24 yards and a touchdown. And then Mike Williams. Uh, he's come down to earth as of late. Two catches. 19 yards on five targets. So, uh... And as well as probably a concentrated effort by the Pat secondary. So, um, so what can you do there? In terms of the Chargers, next up for the Chargers, they go to Philadelphia and face the Eagles in what should be an interesting game there. And then for the Patriots, they travel to Carolina to face the Panthers. So, moving on to the next set of games... Seattle hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars and beating them 31 to 7. Uh I I tell you what uh Geno Smith he's doing just enough to keep his team relevant and in the games and he did that and then some to, uh, in this one. 24 pass attempts, 20 completions, 195 yards and two touchdown passes. So Geno Smith uh, quietly trying to man the fort until Russell Wilson gets back. Uh, and he ran it twice for eight yards and a touchdown and was sacked three times. So count it for uh, three of the touchdowns. You'll definitely take that from a Geno Smith, uh, especially in, in this case. In terms of the run game, Alex Collins, 10 rushes, 44 yards, uh, Travis Homer, the backup running back, four cat four rushes for nine yards. He did catch one pass for three yards. 
And then Rashad Penny, remember, he's back from the IR. Seven rushes for seven yards for him, so he's still trying to get in the groove. Uh, terms of the passing game, I know last week I said it's, as long as Geno Smith is the quarterback, you cannot play Tyler Luckett. I guess uh, word got back to Seattle. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Tyler Luckett, 12 catches for 142 yards. Wow. On 13 targets. So it's obviously went to work on that uh, defect in their uh, their um, rapport together uh, as far as Geno Smith and Tyler Lockett. So uh, they cleaned that up and we see the results. DK Metcalf, on the other hand, six catches for him on six targets, 43 yards, and he had the two two touchdowns there. So um, we saw Lucky get all that work, but uh, it was Metcalf who reaped the benefits there. Uh, in terms of Gerald Everett, uh, not much happening for him. Uh, one catch for seven yards on two targets. He tried to run it, but only got minus four five yards so uh so much for that in terms of jacksonville trevor lawrence still you know uh making his way through his rookie campaign 54 times he threw it 32 completions one touchdown one interception ran it three times for 11 yards and was only sacked once so better protection for lawrence coming out of the bye that um well, coming coming out of uh, yeah, coming out of the bye, uh, better um, protection that's for sure. In terms of the run game, uh, James Robinson he suffered a heel injury in this one, had to leave the game early. Uh, he ran it for four four times for twenty two yards. He did have one catch for seventeen yards on two targets, but um. Definitely a concern to see how it goes. They're talking week to week, so um, you'll definitely want to keep an eye on Robinson in practice this week to see how he progresses with that heel. Um, his immediate backup, Carlos Hyde, nine rushes for him, 32 yards. He did catch six passes for 40 yards on eight targets. So I uh, know guys will be running to the wave a while for Carlos Hyde, I understand that, and it probably makes sense. So uh, you definitely want a piece of that pie. In terms of the past game, Dan Arnold with a nice game. Eight catches, 68 yards on 10 targets. Very good. Jamal Agnew, six catches, 38 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted 12 times. Wow. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., who you figure had the better rapport with Lawrence, targeted seven times, five targets for him for 35 yards. And Levitska Chenault Jr., at this point, probably not playable. Four catches, um, no, four targets, two catches, and 13 yards. So definitely not playable at this point. Next up for Jacksonville, they host the Buffalo Bills coming in with their high-flying offense. And then Seattle, just in time, they get the bye. So, actually coming out of the bye, you should have Russell Wilson back. We'll see. Um, we'll see if he's fully healed. 
but he was supposed to be ready by week 10. So, uh, so definitely watch, watch and see over this next week or so to see how, uh, Russell Wilson makes out. So, and moving on to Denver hosting the Washington Redskins, no, not Redskins, sorry. I haven't used that term all year. The Washington football team, and they beat them uh, 17 to 10. Uh, not a pretty one, but, you know, it's a win. Uh, Denver will take that. In terms of the passing game, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 26 pass attempts, 19 completions, 213 yards, one touchdown, was sacked four times in um, this one, so... Uh, again, protection continues to be an issue for that Denver offensive line there. Um, turns on the run game, it's pretty much the story all season long. Melvin Gordon, the third, 10 rushes, 47 yards in a touchdown, three catches for 15 yards in the touchdown. So definitely, uh, you know, it's a definite timeshare once again. Javante Williams, nine rushes for 35 yards, two catches for 13 yards on four targets. So, yeah, so, um, again, I say timeshare, but uh, it seems like Gordon gets the best out of this deal. So, in terms of the pass game, you have Tim Patrick, three catches for 64 yards. On three targets, Cortland Sutton targeted four times, two catches, 40 yards. Then Jerry Judy, who is back, four catches, 39 yards for him on four targets. And then Noah Font, two catches, eight yards on four targets. So, um, yeah, so it continues to be kind of a mishmash in that pass game there. So, um yeah, it's going to be tough to predict week to week. In terms of Washington, Tyler Haneke, uh, 39 pass attempts, 24 completions, 270 yards. He did have a touchdown, two interceptions, though. Ran it once for 10 yards, sacked five times. Ooh. Yep, so uh, in terms of the pass game, I mean the, the run game, Jared Patterson, the third <laughs> the third running back leading the way. 11 rushes, 46 yards. Um, Antonio Gibson, eight rushes for him, 34 yards. He was targeted three times, caught three passes for 60 yards. And then, of course, J.D. McKissick, three rushes for 10 yards. But he uh, caught eight passes for 83 yards. So... Word has it that it might be something wrong with Gibson in terms of his health, which is why they went with the three back alignment. So um, definitely watch for that in the um, coming weeks. Um, so keep an eye on that, especially if you have shares in Gibson. You've already been uh, disappointed by the fact he's a two-down back pretty much, but if this becomes three-headed, it is really going downhill fast in terms of the pass game deandre carter uh three catches 51 yards and the touchdown he was targeted six times adam humphreys 
two catches, 35 yards on three targets. Terry McLaren, not such a good game. Three catches, 23 yards on seven targets. And then uh, looks like Logan Thomas wasn't able to make it back for this one. So Ricky Seals, jo- Ricky Seals Jones, two catches, 12 yards on four targets. So, um, so for Washington, they're on the bye. So hopefully coming out of a bye, a few of their guys can get healthy. And then for Denver, they go to Dallas next week. Next on the menu, uh, New Orleans Saints, a costly victory for them um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 36-27. Um, this is a game where we saw a pretty close game, and then um, Brady had a chance to win it, but threw a pick six uh, late in that fourth quarter, which kind of sealed the deal. So, anyhow, let's talk about it from the... Saints in, in terms of the quarterback. Jameis Winston, tough break in this one. Uh, actually, he was cooking early. He he was six, uh, 10 pass attempts, six completions, 56 yards with a touchdown, and he had four rushes for 46 yards. So he was on his way to, uh, you know, having a fine one, but unfortunately uh, had the knee injury. They're saying it's a torn Achilles, so, well, torn ACL so uh looks like he'll be lost for the rest of this year uh tough break for Winston um you know he's a guy you kind of root for to especially given the fact that it was such a tug of war as far as the quarterback position goes in preseason now this so they went with Trevor Simeon who is the the uh troop well, the backup now because Taysom Hill is dealing with his own injuries. So, uh, and for Simeon, you know, he's not going to get too much. Uh, 29 pass attempts, 16 completions, 159 yards, and one touchdown. He was sacked once. So, um, there are a lot of overtures are being made for them to reach out to Cam Newton. We'll see during the weeks what transpires with that. Um, they already had their buy. Actually, they just came off of it. So, um, yeah, so that won't be <laughs> to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not the greatest of timing in terms of the run game, Alvin Kamara, of course, it begins and ends with him. 19 rushes, 61 yards and a touchdown. And then you have, uh, Mark Ingram who just, uh, arrived back with the uh, Saints after being with Houston. Uh, Six rushes, 27 yards, and he caught two passes for 25 yards. So uh, Mark Ingram, um, you you may want to check the waiver wise to make sure he's not out there because he will be viable here in the Saints offense, that's for sure. So in terms of the pass game, kind of interesting here. Kevin White who we last heard was with Chicago. I even forgot he was with the squad. Uh, One catch for 38 yards. Then Deontay Harris targeted seven times, caught three passes for 35 yards, and he ran it once for 22 yards. Traquan Smith, um, three catches for him, 33 yards. Jarrett Griffin, the tight end, 
three catches, 33, 30 yards. And then Marquise Calloway, three catches for 30 yards for him on five targets. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what becomes of this pass game with Jameis Winston now out for the year. In terms of Buccaneers, uh, Brady. Um, a Brady-ish game, 40 passes attempted, 28 completions, 375 yards. He had four touchdowns, two interceptions. Of course, the, the costly one coming at the end. And sacked three times. So, uh, otherwise, solid performance from Brady if you take away the two fatal touchdowns, of course. I mean, two fatal interceptions. Um, and then for the runners, uh, Giovanni Bernard, two rushes for 30 yards. He caught one pass for seven yards in the touchdown. Uh, Leonard Fournette bottled up in this one, eight catches for eight rushes for 26 yards, targeted five times. And he caught three passes for 17 yards. So not much going for Fournette in this one. And then in terms of the pass game, Chris Godwin, uh, who continue, continues to capitalize with A.B. out, um, eight catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown, targeted 12 times. Tyler Johnson, the third uh, receiver, five catches, 65 yards. Mike Evans, um, he did have a touchdown in this one. Uh, caught two passes for 48 yards and targeted four times. Cyro Grayson, one catch for him for 50 yards and the touchdown. And then your tight ends, uh, O.J. Howard, two catches, 16 yards and three targets. Cameron Brake, two catches, 15 yards and four targets. And then Gronk tried to go in this one. Uh, remember, he had the rib injuries, rib injury all week long, but he leaves this game. With uh, zero catches on one target, he leads the game with back spasms. So, um, thankfully for the Bucks, they're on a bye now. So, they uh, hopefully coming out of the bye, they can get both uh, Antonio Brown and Gronkowski, get him right coming out of this bye. And then for the Saints, they actually host the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so that, and then remember the saints are five and two. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to have to figure out, are they going to try and continue going for it? Um, I guess at this point they can't really, um, the trade deadline pass. So the only free agent on the street is Cam Newton. That's of, you know, any value. So. Um, yeah, so they got a lot to think about between now and that Sunday game. Moving on to the Sunday nighter, uh, Dallas going to Minnesota and beating them. Uh, actually a last, um, in the last few minutes, uh, touchdown for Rush, Cooper Rush, who, by the way, made the start in this one. So, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Cooper Rush. Subbing for Dak Prescott, who was um, he was questionable all week long. Um, they they weren't quite sure if he 
be able to go. He wasn't able to go in this one, so Cooper Rush steps in and plays pretty good. 40 pass attempts, 24 completions, uh, 325 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, sacked three times. So, uh, nice subbing for uh, the injured press guy. In terms of the run game, uh, not too much happening here. Ezekiel Elliott, 16 rushes for 50 yards, four catches, 23 yards on six targets. Tony Pollard, uh, seven rushes for him, 26 yards, one catch for one yard. So not much going in terms of the run game here. Um, at the passing game, Amari Cooper, eight catches for him, 122 yards and the touchdown and actually caught the winning touchdown. Uh, he was targeted 13 times. C.D. Lamb, six catches for him, 112 yards, targeted eight times. Cedric Wilson, the third receiver, three catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. He also threw one pass in this game for uh, and completed it for 35 yards. And then Dalton Schultz, not such a good one, two catches for 11 yards, was targeted seven times. So, um... They're supposed to get Mike Gallup soon back in the lineup. I'm sure that will help them in terms of their pass attack. In terms of Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, who I thought would have a much better game being that he was at home in the comforts of his, you know, uh, the home crowd. 35 pass attempts, 23 completions, 184 yards, one touchdown. He ran it three times for 18 yards and was sacked once. So I thought I'd see much better from him, but it seems like the Dallas defense has been stepping up as of late. Dalvin Cook, 18 rushes for 78 yards for him. Alexander Madison, two rushes for him for five yards. So um, they just basically kept it strictly on the ground. Would have been nice to mix it up with a few passes out of the flat, but... What can you do? Um, in terms of the passing game, Adam Thielen, six catches, 78 yards, four touchdown, and that was on nine targets. So he got the lone touchdown for the receiving core. Tyler Con Conklin, five catches, 57 yards on 14 targets. Ooh. No, that can't be. Uh, Justin Jefferson, not such a good game for him. Uh, he had two catches for 21 yards, and that was on four targets for him. And then in terms of... Hang on one second. In terms of K.J. Osborne, two catches for him for... 20 to wait two catches for 10 yards he was targeted three times in this one so uh yes yeah, so not much from the the third receiver there um yes it was um tyler conklin five catches 57 yards on seven targets my mistake so 
Um, yeah, so hopefully Minnesota can bounce back next week. They actually travel to Baltimore and face the Ravens, whereas Dallas, they host the Denver Broncos, um, which should be a favorable one. They just dealt Von Miller, so a vital piece of your defense is gone. So uh, we'll see how that defense uh, responds to that. And then the Monday nighter, uh, Giants going to Kansas City and hanging tough with them. Um, but in the end, Kansas City gets the win, 20-17. to 17. Uh, Patrick Mahomes still tr- fighting through whatever he's dealing with. Uh, 48 pass attempts, 27 completions, 275 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Sacked twice, ran it three times for 10 yards. So Mahomes still kind of in a slump for, by his standards. Uh, I just knew he would explode on Monday night, but that wasn't the case, which leads me to believe, uh, you know, it's a much deeper problem here, but what can you do? Um, in terms of the run game, Darrell Williams, 13 rushes for 49 yards. He did catch six passes for 61 yards. And Derek Gore, another a backup uh, running back. 11 rushes, 48 yards, and a touchdown. So he ends up with the touchdown out of the backfield. And in terms of the passing game, Tariq Hill with a nice one. 12 catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown targeted eight times. Miko Hartman, five catches, 63 yards, targeted seven times. Travis Kelsey, a bad game for him all the way around. Four catches, 27 yards on seven targets, and he lost the fumble in this one. So uh, if you got shares in Kelsey, yeah, this is just probably your aberration for the season. He'll be fine. He'll be okay. In terms of the Giants, still without a lot of their skilled players, but, you know, they were able to hang hang in this one. Uh, Daniel Jones, 32 pass attempts, 22 completions. 222 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a interception. Also ran it five times with 12 yards. So, um, yeah, so, you know, kind of a Daniel Jones type game if you look at it. So, in terms of the run game, Devontae Booker trying his best to do his Saquon impression, being that Saquon Barkley is still out. 15 rushes for 60 yards, five catches though for 65 yards on six targets. So, okay game. You know, you'll take that. Uh, In terms of the pass game, John Ross, two catches for 72 yards on three targets. Kadarius Toney uh, ended up playing in this one. Four catches for 26 yards, and that was on five targets. He also threw one pass completed it for 19 yards so nice showing from the kid and uh actually i saw a clip of randy moss uh giving a young man his props and giving a little bit of encouragement you'd like to see that sort of stuff so um sterling shepherd he's back four catches 25 yards on seven targets uh, evan ingram sighting <laughs> uh three catches for 15 yards and a touchdown for him I haven't been able to say that in a while. Uh, That was on four pass attempts. And 
Kyle Rudolph with the other touchdown. Two catches for 12 yards and a touchdown on three targets. So uh, the Giants hosting the embattled Las Vegas Raiders, who got another bit of bad news. Their star wide receiver, Henry Ruggs III, charged in a uh, vehicle, vehicle, vehicle homicide. Um, not, not to laugh, but, you know, taught in a, you know, he, he had a car accident and someone died as a result of it. So definitely uh, your, you know, condolences go out to that family there, you know, losing a loved one in such a fashion. But uh, Henry Ruggs charged in that case. So we'll see uh, what happens in terms of him for next week. Um, so yeah, the Raiders going through a whole lot, five and two, um, by the way. So, uh, maybe this could be the unraveling for them. We'll see if they can bounce back from that. And then, uh, for Kansas city, they host the, uh, green Bay Packers in what should be a very good contest there. So, so guys, that's all the games for now. Um, in terms of the waiver wire, um, of course, with the Henry injury, you're going to look at Jeremy McNichols. You'll also kick the tires on Adrian Peterson, like myself, um, uh, thinking that that'll pay off long run dividends. I'm thinking playoffs. Uh, so, you know, you get a guy that stature come playoffs. That's nice to have. Uh, in terms of if you happen to had Jameis Winston in the um, in like a uh, super flex or two QB league, you need to start thinking about a quarterback for yourself. Um, uh, I don't know if you go with Trevor Simeon. If they were to bring in a Cam Newton, then that's a different story over there in New Orleans, but. Um, maybe you want to think about Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's coming off of IR. I know he's coming off soon and probably be more of a stash type, uh, pickup. Um, if you're really desperate in the two quarterback leagues or super flex, um, Mac Jones, I mentioned him last week, uh, could could be interesting down the stretch. Uh Mike White, I'm I'm very sure uh guys are thinking about him right now as terms of quarterbacks. Uh definitely thinking about him. So uh and if Tyrod Taylor comes back, uh although I just don't trust that Houston offense, man. So uh yeah so in terms of running backs i told you about the tennessee situation there um anything else of interest um chubba hubbard you still want to hang on to him like i said even with mccafferty coming back i just don't know i just think i don't know if he's gonna make it through the season or not because 
this very thing happened around this same time last year with McCafferty coming back and he just wasn't able to go like he normally would. So uh, you'll definitely uh, want to <sighs> hold on to him. So Carlos Hyde is another person you may want to look at with uh, James Robinson being hobbled. So that's definitely one to think about. Um, anyone else I'm missing? Uh, Dearness Johnson. I know some people threw him out thinking that uh, Chubb coming back would hurt him, but I think he'll fill the Kareem Hunt role for now. Um, I know Kareem Hunt will be back soon, but um, maybe you got a guy on a bye and you're in a desperate spot. So, um, You'll definitely want to consider him. And then remember what Michael Carter did to that uh, Cincinnati defense. Uh, so definitely D, uh, D. Ernest Johnson is a guy you want to think about if he hap happens to be out there. Khalil Herbert, I mentioned him before. Um, I'm pretty sure he's all scooped up. Boston Scott, uh, he's another one. Uh, Jordan Howard, that's kind of a dark throw, but hey, hey uh, desperate times to call for desperate measures. So you may want to think about him. Um, Sony Michelle, I guess if there's something wrong with Henderson, uh, you may want to consider him as well. Uh, you don't want anything to do with that Houston backfield. You don't want that. Um, uh, Justin jo Jackson, I wouldn't go crazy over him. Um, if it wasn't for that 75-yard run, it'll be a middling game. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, I think that's about it for the running backs. Derek Gore, I guess you can go for him for the Chiefs. Um, being that it looked like that's kind of a split there. So, you can go that route. You know, he's tied to a high-powered offense. So, um, Mark Ingram. Definitely want to consider uh, scooping him up as well. In terms of receivers, I see a whole lot in that regard. Um, Jamal Agnew, I guess. I guess. I mean, he was targeted 12 times. It kind of makes you think. So I guess you can go with him. Um, I told you Robbie Anderson, forget about him. Rondale Moore, forget about him. Um, uh, still, A.J. Green, uh, Christian Kirk, if any of those guys are out there, you want to consider them. Tajay Sharp, you definitely want to grab Tajay Sharp because you don't know what's happening with Ridley right now. Again, you know, uh, we're hoping for the, uh, you know, a pretty... Um, good uh you know coming back to health for him so you definitely um you know thinking about him in that regard in terms of the mental health and all um uh outside of that i don't think it's any others in terms of the uh wide receivers to think about Again, I wouldn't touch the 
the Lions receivers. Uh, it's a dart throw over there. Nick Westbrook, Ikhine, I think uh, he's someone you can consider, um, especially with Julio Jones out. And now Tannehill probably having to throw more. You definitely want to think about him. Um, Jamison Crowder, check him out to see if he's out there on the waiver wire. Um, uh, Nico Collins, I, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned him as of late, but Nico Collins is a guy that probably should be owned. Um, Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar for the Patriots. I don't know if I go there. Uh, like I said, to me, it would be Myers, Jacoby Myers or Kendrick Bourne more so than um, Aguilar. Um, I wouldn't go crazy over De DeAndre Carter. Um, I would have to see more. Um, again, Jamal Agnew, I'm... He was targeted 12 times, but yeah, I guess, I guess you could go there. I guess, um, for the saints, you don't even know what's going on with the passing game. Now that Winston is down. So I would be in a wait and see mode, but I think that just about covers it in terms of everyone else. So, uh, in terms of the tight ends, Dan Arnold, that's the name that pops into my mind. Dan Arnold um, is a guy you definitely want to uh, look and see if he's on the waiver wire. And Tyler Conklin is another guy. So that's probably the only two guys I'd be thinking about. Uh, Dawson Knox is still on the men. So uh, I don't know if you want to go Tom Sweeney. Like I said, I think Cole Beasley is the beneficiary of Dawson Knox being out. So, uh, apart from that, yeah, G Gabrielle Davis, I wouldn't go there. So, yeah, so that is pretty much it for me. So, all right, guys, so that is all your week eight games. Guys, we are at the midway point of the season. So, um, so still a lot more football to go, guys. So, uh, fasten your seatbelts and get ready for this wild ride towards the end of the season. So, uh, until then, I will talk to you guys later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at thatsportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.